Hello, and welcome to the inaugural episode of Bone Zone. Woo woo! A very unnecessary podcast <laughs> that is a mini little offshoot of Observer Reports uh, because I, Jack Smith, watch way too much Bones. The hit Fox show that went off the air a couple years ago? 2017, maybe? Sure. We're also not experts. <laughs> we did no work on We did. This. Yep. Nope. <laughs> so this is Bone Zone, where we talk about bones, episode by episode, and also men who we want to bone. Two of the most important topics in my life, quite frankly. Both in and out of the Bones universe. Yes. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, with me is Zen, who made a delightful guest appearance on Observe and Report, one of our my personal fates to date. <laughs> That's um, kind. Where I think I ranted about Bones for a little bit. Oh, did you? I may have, but that's okay. Oh. I'll probably get right into it. Yeah, again probably. Because I think something about the love came up. Don't worry, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> there were people worried. So, Bones, mm-hmm. the pilot. Let's get into it. Yes. The plot of this pilot episode is that um, the body... Uh, of a young woman was discovered and she had been missing and was last known to have been having an affair with a congressman. Mm-hmm. And then we start off with Bones being picked up from the airport by her friend, Angela. Angela Montenegro. Oh, Angela. First off, I love seeing how outfits and hairstyles. Yes how they evolve throughout the show because they're never the same. A lot of my notes are like, what's with that necklace <laughs> or what's with that dress or yes. what's with that giant belt she's wearing? It's a very it's big belt. Because this is like, what, 15 years ago now? 2007, you said? I think? I think I Googled it or on yeah. IMDb and mm-hmm. it was like, yeah, like 2005 or yes. something. And it's the fashion is very of that time. If I you want to call it fashion. Yes. You know what? Yes. <laughs> a chunky Three to four inch wide belt, yes, all day. Statement necklaces mm-hmm. everywhere, <laughs> all over the place. So, yeah. So I I broke this down quite a bit until I started to lose interest halfway through. What the episode? Yes. <laughs> I mean, so I have a weird history with bones. I feel like give it to me. I mean, again, as I ranted mm-hmm. on that guest appearance on Observe and Report, yes. this was the one show that I watched really religiously, mm-hmm. lost interest in like so, like maybe a couple seasons in, but I kept watching super diligently because I just want to see the payoff of the will-they-won't-they they relationship between Bones and Booth. Mm-hmm. And then I was like hate-watching it through like eight <laughs> seasons um, and then furious at the way that scientists were presented because I myself am a scientist. Mm-hmm. I had also gotten a PhD, but I don't mention that every other sentence, and nope. I don't think most people with PhDs do. Nope. Um, somebody with a PhD hurt someone on this writing staff horribly <laughs> because, oh my God, I don't know what is happening with the depiction of, generally speaking, scientists on the yeah, show. Yeah, no. Whatever. Also known as squints. Also known as squints. Lovingly. Great nickname that I'd never heard before, Mm-mm. but anyway. But so like, watching it again, it just brought it all back. I felt like... I felt angry from like the first minute again (laughs) because I watched through eight seasons waiting for this payoff and I was like, oh my God, it's finally going to happen. And then they get together off screen, Bones and Booth, the two main characters who have been playing this stupid, stupid dance for eight seasons 
23 or 24 episode long seasons by the way mm-hmm. this isn't some short run no tv show like this is like full like i'm i watched what 400 episodes it how took many like episodes 150 episodes yeah, to get them together right eight times like 24 okay so and then they get together and then the first episode of season nine they're like together and like nothing is made of it mm. and i stopped and i've never done that before i've watched a lot of seasons of a lot of really bad television um but this one made me so mad <laughs> So watching the pilot again, <laughs> the minute that theme song came back. Oh, that theme song. We got to talk about that. The, the music in Bones is single-handedly oh, the yes. worst music on television. First of all, so I started watching this show my freshman year of college mm-hmm. with my then boyfriend at the time. It would mm-hmm. become our thing where we'd like study or have class. Mm-hmm. Then we'd eat lunch and watch Bones. I would want to vomit looking at the disgusting stuff that's happening on screen while mm-hmm. I'm eating food. He right. would be, you know fine with it i was also fine with it for the <laughs> most part i feel like now i'd be okay but i think at the time my stomach was a little weaker fair but the big thing was he loved this theme song he had downloaded what? it what and like i would spend most of my time in college in his room hanging out with him uh-huh. and he's obviously playing music on his speakers and whatever uh-huh. so it's the theme is by the crystal method in case you were wondering yes and they he make, would play it's this in big fonts. a bunch yes oh, that and are you kidding the, me um the house theme song was the other yes. show that we watched so these two Didn't songs are ingrained in my memory. It's not good. And it is no way reflects the mood or themes no. or anything of the show. Very confusing. It's very, they play a lot of like electric, yes. techno-y music, right. which in no way. This show is not hip like that. No. No. Not at all. And like the opening credits are very kind of like dark and techy yeah. and like whatever. Just flashes of people in lab coats. In like lime green lighting. Yes. Right. The filter, whatever that is. Whatever so that weird is. So weird looking. Um, and then you get to this sort of stodgy-ish yeah. show. Where they call scientists squints and you're just like, what? Yeah. Where it becomes like a very stereotypical breakdown of like. Nerds and jobs. Smart and nerds. Yeah. yeah. And then like, well, I think with my heart and my gut. <laughs> And she's like, that's not logic. That's emotion. And you're like, who wrote this? What happened? Oh, Lord. Okay. So it opens with Angela not getting attention. First, can I just say. Oh, my God. The gesture that the man at the desk Uh, makes. The finger. The finger. The like. In her face. Two fingers up. Like, hold, please, while he's typing. And she's at the airport trying to get his attention. Um. But yes. then she rips open her shirt to show her boobs. A really which nice is corset top, by the so way. So nice. Cool. I was like, ooh, yeah. nice. I would not wear that under just a no. shitty shirt, but yeah. sure. Um, and he's like, goo goo. So I don't know if it's supposed to be like, ooh, boobs or like just surprise. Oh, you shocked me. I, I didn't even register that because I was so thrown off by like two minutes in Angela flashing yeah. a character. I literally wrote down. This is way more sitcom-y than I remember. Because I felt like this is so... Like, what a weird gag, right? It is. Like, that doesn't mean she has a personality. Right. But that's what they think. She's so wild. Yeah. She flashes people for attention. Mm -hmm. And then Bone sees her and she's like, oh, I hope you tried to something something first. I can't remember what. Yeah. Like, (laughs) that's just Angela. (laughs) (laughs) She's artsy. She's so crazy. You know how artsy people always show their boobs? (laughs) That's that's the only way she can get attention is with her breasts. (laughs) Um, Also, the bangs. Those are some bangs. Well, one thing I just noticed is because, again, I watched the show religiously for, I guess, it must have been eight years or something along those lines. Um, we call those the lost years. 
Yeah, we don't. <laughs> we don't talk, we about, don't talk them. about them. And I the dark ages definitely don't life. remember them. Um, <laughs> but like, I only really remember snippets from like the later seasons where like, you know, that thing where people always joke about how like people in television shows look better and better with each season. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I only remembered Angela from like season eight. Right. Where, where she's, she's got great hair. Makeup. Yeah. Yes. Crazy blowout hair. Mm-hmm. And so I was looking at Angela and being like, whoa, she looks so different. Mm-hmm. So I was like. Yes, I registered the bangs, but mostly I was registering her face because she has way less makeup on than I remember. Oh, interesting. She used to have insanely dark eye You always on. notice makeup. I'm not I a know, good at me. makeup personally on my own face, as you could probably see. I am a vain bitch, and I'm going to pay attention to. <laughs> I am vain. I'm just not good at it. <laughs> so it's real tough for me. I'm catty, and I'm like, look at her face. <laughs> what is this no makeup shit? <laughs> They're showing a real woman's face on the show? <laughs> Did I mention I'm a feminist? <laughs> <laughs> that is not what I come to television for. <laughs> um, I, I, you were looking at her face. I was looking at her hair and being like, oh, extensions changed this woman's life. Because oh. like her hair is just kind of average. You're right. It's kind of like and it's short. And it's, yeah. And it's kind of shoulder length. Yeah. And in future episodes, she has very long hair. So it's much thick hair. and like wavy, shiny beautiful. and perfect. Yes. And very, at least eight inches of that is not her I, I hair. I can't wait for that, Angela. Uh-huh. I await her debut. Because she was not in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, I wrote, wait, Bones knows Kung Fu? Because I forgot that part. Yeah, she knows about some her. kind of martial arts, whatever. Yeah. All 125 pounds of her. Mostly yeah. that weight is in her boobs. So she's just carrying a loose skull in her bag, as you do. Zen at least put it in a ziplock. I also wrote that. I was like, no packaging? Yes, just a loose, loose skull. I know it's bones. I wrote, why is the skull just loosey-goosey in her bag? Right. So maybe it's like not, she's not worried about getting it dinged up. She clearly carried it on. And so it's got like, like careful. Gunk on it. Yeah, it didn't look It's not clean. like a clean skull. They didn't think put their little bugs on it to eat. Ziploc bag is right. At Ziploc the very bag. least, throw it in a, like a plastic bag, Ziploc bag Especially when you're all about procedure and preserving right. things. Yes. Dum-dum. And then she seems confused that a security officer might be like, hey, can we yeah. talk about this loose skull you have rolling around in your handbag? <laughs> but then it ends up being a prank yeah. that Booth plays on her. Well, so I couldn't. At first, I thought it was a prank, but then I realized it's because she had they had somehow ended their last case that occurred prior to the pilot episode mm-hmm. on bad terms. They right. got mad and had a fight. Right. He needs her to work with him. Mm-hmm. So he just like stopped her at the airport to force her to interact with him. Right. So I don't think it was actually a prank in the sense that he thought it was funny. I think he just needed to get her. Trick her. Into- and so he could get in a room and be like, please, Bones, work with me. I found this body and only you can help us. Work with me. I'm struggling, but also I'm going to make fun of you to your face and insult yeah. you by calling you a nerd. Yes, exactly. I need a huge favor from you. You're already mad at me, but what I'm yeah. going to do is be really rude and offensive uh-huh. and hope that you say yes. But then behind your back, I'm going to go to my boss and be like, no, I really need her. Yes, and then, she was so good. Right, she's great. And then make fun of her when she is good at the science stuff, but not the people things, which is right. why I'm here, but that's fine. And it's not her expertise anyway. She never said she was good no. at that, but I'm still going to mock her because she's right. a cold, emotionless person. Right. Um, and, and try I, to teach her to be human because she's a robot. Yes. Um, yes. I love this he show. He literally said to his boss, I didn't believe her last time and she ended up being completely right. right. He said none of that to her when he no. was like pleading with her. None at all. Again. Or did he, I don't, did he say the, like, maybe I need you or something? The thing is like, they have this 
their relationship doesn't make any sense. And even at the end of the first episode, when they're like on, at the gun range, like they're talking so close and there's yes. so much sexual tension what? and like they're what joking around that? and having so much banter. And I'm just like, you guys should fuck right here. I'm pretty sure. And like you're, yes, for people who haven't gotten along, you're getting along really well. For actually, two supposed platonic friends, their yeah. faces were real fucking close and to like, each other. And like their chemistry was pretty good yeah. seemingly in that episode, at least to me. And so it almost is like, they mentioned that they weren't getting along. They get along incredibly well. Then they he insults her, but at the end, they're also getting along and joking. And then they make her colder in future episodes because they're like, uh-oh, now we have to pull back a little bit because the show is going to get made. So now we have to create this tension between them. It's real weird. You know, I'm just going to say, I know we're only talking about the pilot episode. Yes. I did watch a second episode. Mm, yes. And I'm not going to talk about that because I'm not going to jump the gun. Okay. But I'm just going to say... I couldn't remember because, again, I'd watched this show so many years ago. Mm. If I had read more into the Will They Won't They than there actually was, no. and if maybe I was just a fool no. holding on for seasons and seasons and seasons, hoping it would you, happen. You beautiful scientist, how dare you <laughs> question yourself? I, you have a PhD, I remember? I was the problem. <laughs> and then I watched this pilot, I watched the next episode, and I was like, oh, hell no. no. I was totally, they made me feel that way. From the get go. Because they. Yes. They jump the shark a little bit, have them super intense, mm -hmm. and then they have to pull way back to try to rebuild this thing up. Yeah. Um, I was I mentioned also I upset. enjoy the show. <laughs> Wait, what? I, did I mention that I enjoy the show despite <laughs> ranting about it for the last 10 yeah, minutes? Yeah, I mean, look, I did still watch it for, again, minimum eight to nine seasons, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I did. Yeah. I can't take that away. You're there for the science. I son. can't erase that. <laughs> as much as I complain about it, I my eyeballs watched it. Um, I was going to say that I was pissed that she didn't seem to know who Scully and Mulder are. Yeah, right? I When Booth was like, come on, I promise we'll be partners. We'll be like Scully and Mulder. Because yeah. one of her conditions for agreeing to work with him was like, you have to treat me like an actual partner this time. Right. I'm not just in the lab. I'm right. with you solving the case. And she was like, I don't know what that means. And I was I like, what the fuck? I, this whole show, they have references, and she goes, I don't know what that is, to indicate that she's like, not hip and with it. Are you in the world at right. all? Sometimes they're exactly. more understandable. Sometimes it's just like, no, you know yeah. what serial is. Get it together. Right. It's like, okay. It's like for someone now to not know what Game of Thrones is. Even yeah. if you didn't watch it, you'd still know You've what heard it was. It. Yeah. You would have heard the name of a few major characters, and you would at least know, oh, that's Game of Thrones, and I think I know what you mean by that. But she just apparently didn't. And also to be a nerd and not know who Scully and Mulder were, I was really pissed about that. I mean, I guess if you had said X-Files, maybe she would have known. I don't know. And then it made Mulder me and Scully is kind of a deeper-ish. It's not a deep cut, but it's a little bit deeper than just saying X-Files. Is it? We're also two nerds who enjoy the X-Files. So, like... I... Okay. You know what? Like, if You're I said... Being kind. If I'm, I said Mulder and Scully to my brother, he would have no idea what I'm talking about. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, and then the other He's thing a real Angela. He's real artsy. <laughs> <laughs> he just wants to flash people in airports. Totally. He loves showing his boobs. Um, well, then it also made me think, oh, is this like a thing about them that we're supposed to realize they're a Scully and Mulder type? Like, I didn't even notice that until then. But it was like, she's like the super scientific one. And he's like, hey, oh, maybe this. follow your gut kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. Is this like... This oh. is what they said in the pitch meeting. It's uh, like modern day. Well, modern Scully. I think it was just another way to... Um, it's like CSI meets the X-Files. <laughs> it's another way to sell another... It was Fox. So it was another Fox show. Oh, good point. Good point. Yeah. 
I need to um, learn. Well, anyway, <laughs> just another thing that doesn't make sense in terms of building these characters. Yes. It just, um, there's no follow through here. At one point, she goes back home and then she wakes up and attacks a man in her apartment and it's her ex-boyfriend. Yes. Um, whose only purpose for being there is to say that she's emotionally unavailable. He calls her, hold on, emotionally distant and cold. Yes. They were living together. Right. Also there to let you know she was orphaned at a young age. Yes. I think the reason you're emotionally distant and incapable of making a connection is because you were orphaned at a young age. They mentioned her being orphaned three to four times in one episode. Because they really wanted the viewer to know. Yes. That she has a tragic backstory. Yes. And that maybe the obnoxious character that they've created with their writing, maybe there's a reason she sucks so much. And like, <laughs> they didn't have to do that. Don't hate her so much yeah. because she has a sad story. Uh, yeah. I, oh God. I also forgot about assistant Zach. I didn't remember him existing. Zach Addy. But he's clearly in love with her, right? Like that's the thing? No. Oh, no? From this no. episode, I feel like he just kept being like weird about her. He is a little bit of a puppy dog about her. Yeah. But, like, they both, him, him and, was it Dr. Hodgins? Mm-hmm. They're both just, like, trying so hard to impress her. So maybe it's just, like, a work thing. Like, they just I really respect her. I think he is, because he's her intern and he just, he, they're very similar. He's also very literal and scientific and blah, blah, blah. Okay, fair. Um, so he just really idolizes her. Fine. <laughs> I'm like, sorry. Who is this? Well, I was just like, who is this, like, wet dog of a character? Yeah. I didn't remember him. But, you know, he seems game. He does what she says. I'm like, And he's on the show for a bit, too. Oh, wow. I totally forgot that he existed. Look, I clearly blocked out a good chunk of this series. Here's the thing. So (laughs) I recently started, for the listener, I recently started watching. I had watched it a little bit here and there in the past, Mm -hmm. but never, like, the full shebang. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's much more recent in my mind. Okay. I'm up to, in my personal viewing, I'm up to season eight. (laughs) Your own recreational viewing of balance, not like this work. Right, right, right. Yeah, this difficult work. And this is my first viewing of Bones again, probably for, probably at least since college. 80 years ago. Yeah, I I am. Zen's 94. I'm almost 100 years old. (laughs) So... It's been a while for me, which is why I have so many holes in my memory. Oh, fair enough. One thing that really pissed me off also <laughs> was when... I think this podcast might be a lot more fun for me than for you. I'm very sorry. <laughs> well, I'm but just You're the only one willing to put up with watching this stupid show. You know what it is? It's just that I think when I was watching the first time, I noticed these things and it irritated me. But I'm I'm a different woman now. You I'm are. a much older, You've more really jaded, admitter person now. <laughs> so what might have just been annoyances to me before, and I was able to just watch through again. Mm-hmm. Eight or nine seasons. Now I'm furious, <laughs> but or just at least incredulous. Okay. So she like huffily runs back to the Jeffersonian, mm-hmm. right? Like after her bone or sorry, Booth ropes her back into this partnership, right. and she confronts her. Oh yeah, boss, she does Dr. watch Dr. Goodman. She does walk very huffily. Yes, they have she a high shot of watching her walk. Her walk acting is hard her it's a lot she wouldn't even have to open her mouth you know how she feels those (laughs) arms are so winging her shoulders are super stiff oh boy it was she mad (laughs) yeah so she confronts her boss and she's like you can't just give me away like that i'm not 
property, whatever. That part, I couldn't care less about. It was dumb, but I like glossed immediately over mm-hmm. it. What drove me nuts was that Zach is running around in the background behind them, like trying to be like, yeah, man, Bones is right. You can't, like an asset is property mm-hmm. or whatever. And then the boss, Dr. Goodman says, I only converse with PhDs. Yeah, he goes real snotty too. He's basically like, what? He's like, oh, he's like something like, oh, Mr. Addy, what's my rule? Oh, you only talk to people with PhDs? Right. It's like really shitty and something that like you would never do in real life. This has never happened in the history of the world, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) I literally wrote in my notes, who is actually like this? If any of the characters... Neither the characters nor the institution would exist in real life. Right. The characters are so mean, and the institution has way too much funding for a government (laughs) institution. That's so true. (laughs) And the thing is, it's like, okay, it's so extreme that either, again, somebody on the writing staff was hurt terribly by somebody with a PhD, or no one on the writing staff has ever met someone with a PhD. It's one or the other. I don't know. Three writers have never met one, and three (laughs) had their engagements broken off, and one was left at the altar by a PhD. PhD. I mean, I'm not She was like, I have to leave you. I have to get my degree, and she ran (laughs) off, and he never saw her again. Also, as she was running out the door, I only talk to people with PhDs. That's why I'm leaving you. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, okay, I'm not saying that there aren't people in academia who who are not horribly pompous and like yes arrogance exists but they it of exists course. everywhere and yes never absolutely. more has i have i ever heard this credential get thrown around more than in this one well in this one pilot episode it's been one episode and i'm already blown away anyway and it's a kind of a theme in the show of like yes. with the interns and stuff yeah of not having phds i know <laughs> um it's fine i'll get over it you know what this is this was just like a an immediate reaction because okay. i was getting thrown back into the world of bones now i know from here on out it'll be smooth sailing for me <laughs> <laughs> i will not react so viscerally <laughs> i hope you do i hope this continues every episode every episode of this podcast is just me screaming to the microphone for 45 minutes about how this isn't true to life <laughs> At the end, we find out that you thought it was a documentary the entire time. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. Um, So can we please talk about the Jeffersonian? Oh, yes. Which is supposed to be a stand-in for the Smithsonian, essentially, as if the Smithsonian had a crime-fighting unit made up of scientists. A (laughs) doy. Made up of scientists who, when there's a, I guess... I don't know what the basis of, aside from it being like a federal like felony or whatever, why they take on these cases. And their boss mentions like having to prove that they're kind of worth the money and right. stuff. But seemingly, if you add up all these, you know, the 400 episodes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they're the greatest crime fighting unit yeah. on the planet. They solve literally every case yes. they get. yes. Maybe it's because they have to spend a million dollars every time. Technology that these people have rivals that of NASA. Rare beetles. Check. Like crazy x-ray holographic machine. Check. Like Lasers. It's all there. Yeah. Everything. Weird lights on the side of a stage that they do work on. Sure. Like their main lab area is on like a risen it's up on a platform s- thing. Yeah. With they like can either. Star Trek style column lights or something. I yes, don't know. What's they going can on. either do an autopsy or have an amazing concert. Yes. Yes. It looks like a DJ is yes. supposed to be up there. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, but they're doing science. No, they're cutting up 
mucky bodies. Same, same. Um, <laughs> so they have amazing technology to work with, and Angela Montenegro is both an artist and a technological computer genius. Oh, yeah. Who can put together programs willy-nilly, easy-peasy in her sleep, and just, you know, help solve murders. This is the most amazing example of people writing for something that they don't actually understand. So, like, the idea that she could, in 20 minutes, code some sort of algorithm mm-hmm. that, like... So, she has the skull of this two-year-old yes. skeleton. Right. They're trying to identify it. So, her job is to overlay what the face would look like in right. real life, which is a real science and mm-hmm. actually does happen. Absolutely. But does does take longer than, I don't know, the 20 minutes. It would be a team of people working for years to create this technology. It would be half as good. Even if it's not years, it's definitely somewhere between 20 minutes and a year. (laughs) (laughs) You know? It's definitely not... Between a lunch break and a significant part of one's (laughs) life. Yeah. And the thing is, to me, that it's, like, crazy is... I mean, there's so many parts of this that are crazy. Everything. But, like, so she apparently... The way that they describe it is like she looked at some features and she knew that this is most likely an African-American woman. So mm-hmm. she overlaid the quote unquote African-American values mm-hmm. onto the skeletal right. remains right. to like create what the would, person would look like with actual flesh on their bones. Mm-hmm. And then Bones somehow just knows it's off because <laughs> she, I think the one line that she said was like, because I could see through the projection and I could see the underlying feature. So she was like, wait, Angela, go back and put the Caucasian values over it instead. As if this is just like a data set that exists that you just throw on the Caucasian values. And then it's just like, two seconds Mm -hmm. flips. She's like, wait, still not right. Angela put the mixed race values on. And then Angela makes a joke like Lenny Kravitz, or I don't remember what the other one was. Oh, I can't remember what the other example was either. And she was just like, I don't know. Because she said, I don't know who that is. So again, just more references that Bones doesn't understand. And then it's like, bloop, bloop. Then again, now mixer. It's just like, none of this is an exact science. Even when they actually do these facial reconstructions in real life, they're all just guesses. And the idea that she would just have this set of magical numbers that can automatically be overlaid onto any skeleton that exists in the world and that could happen in 20 seconds, just to flip between them, is crazy. These 200 numbers equal white. Yes, yeah. These other 200 are black. (laughs) And they're all interchangeable. Yep. Um, Just beep, boop, boop. (laughs) And then Bones looks at the mixed race one. She's like, aha, I knew I knew who it was. It's the senator's girlfriend, ex-girlfriend, ex-mistress, whatever. Yes. Also, Angela would not be at the Jeffersonian if she created this technology because she would be a gajillionaire and would retire immediately. If she was literally that level of programmer, coder, whatever. Watch out, Apple. Because I do definitely remember from later episodes, again, from my viewing 10 years ago, that she just builds code, programs from scratch to solve whatever need. and algorithms. Yeah. In her fucking Very specific to every case. Oh, for this case, we need a program that does this. Boop, boop. I did it. Uh Uh-huh. She oh, we need to show how would be owning the world. The trajectory of this person when they threw themselves off a building. Yep. No prob. Got it. <laughs> Come back in 20 minutes. Between 20 minutes a year from now, I'll have something. <laughs> That's the general time frame we're working with here. <laughs> it's absurd. Oh, God. Absolutely. Um, so then Hodgins comes in. And his character, I remember, he starts off as a real asshole. And then they Ooh. have to soften his character over time. Oh, really? Yeah. Um. Because they set him up as like the conspiracy theorist guy. Um, I found that very irritating. His little interjections. Yeah. Because they're really, 
they realized, I think, that his character was way too harsh and really off-putting. And so they had to change him a bit so that he becomes friends with Zach and they make him really enthusiastic about his job. So you like him more and he's a little more positive when he goes to crime scene. He's just like, sweet bugs, yay, muck, as opposed to being like, the government. Um, But the best part about him is his extremely tightly curled hair that they, in this episode, part in the middle. Oh my God, I don't think I even noticed that. Oh, it's glorious. Wow. They force a part into this poor man's hair. Wow. That should never have been there. You know what? You were thinking, I, I'm you always go for makeup. every woman's jewelry and makeup and, and less so the hair, but the clothes. And like, I go for makeup. I'm hair. just like, what the fuck is this tear dress she's wearing? <laughs> <laughs> but I totally didn't even notice that. They part his hair. And he is a real hair journey. For the first couple seasons, I do not like his hair. It's just kind of puffy all around. And then they finally, like, maybe season four, they, like, clean it up a bit. So he looks like a normal. He has a glow up. Kind of. Yeah. Um, I think maybe, uh, I think you find out he's rich before that. Oh. Remember, he's like a bajillion. Yeah, I totally forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, can't wait for that reveal. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, just his hair is- amazing you know i will have to say something Mm. i think that since we were talking about hair and generally how unattractive he looked Mm. um we're on this topic um i had said i think again during the observe and report episode that i'd guessed it on Uh that i was not into sealy booth and i was like this character you're wrong i remembered him from angel i loved and buffy Uh because i love i watched both of those shows as a young girl mm-hmm. and i remember thinking he was so cute mm-hmm. for some reason i remember thinking he's not cute on bones i what? think in my mind he aged out of my oh, yeah I got desire you. if that makes sense even well, though he's so young he was younger ish in those shows yeah and then you or were like he was playing younger or and something you were still young and then in bones he was a full-on man adult right. and you're just like what yeah something was i or maybe i just but couldn't now get that over we're it older it's yeah a i will say that when he first shows up in that first scene when he shows up at the airport mm-hmm. after she's being detained bones is being detained mm-hmm. i was like ooh. <laughs> i was like oh he's cute yeah i was suddenly like wait a second what yeah yep oh mm-hmm. david boreanaz mm-hmm. yeah yeah i'm into it <laughs> i did a complete 180 on him <laughs> I'm glad because otherwise I don't know how we would have done this show because this show I am straight from the start. feeling it. <laughs> and when they start having him take his shirt off, I really appreciate it because it's a solid sitch. Wow. Mm-hmm. How mm-hmm. old is he, do you think, when this series started? They make him, I think, sound younger than he is because I'm going to say he seems like he's in his mid to late 30s, but I think he's probably younger and maybe in his earlier 30s-ish. Maybe. Because he now he's, that Bones is over. He's on another show where I think he oh, plays he like is? A, Yeah, they have another show. I don't even know what. Um, Did you, you know, already tell me this before? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. Um, where he plays like a Navy SEAL or something. But like, you're, a, like, are you, oh. are you old, too old for that? I mean, he. Mu- I mean, in real life, in he was probably he? like twenty five when he was even on Buffy, right? Because like right, that right, was right. the classic thing that they always did. Right, right, right. But he's f- how old do you think? Oh, five. oh my god! How old do you that think? That sounded like you were saying a five. How old do you think he is now? Shut up! I think <laughs> okay. I haven't seen a recent picture of him. Mm-hmm. I I don't fifties so mid fifties. He's fifty. He's fifties five zero. He is fifty. Oh years my old. god. 
Wait, so that means on this show, he was 35 or yeah, something. Yeah, which I feel like is what he seems like he is. He's, yeah, he like looks when it starts, early 30s. He seems like he starts at like 35 and then kind of goes to like early 40s. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, all I can say is that like, um, I'm a fan of what he's doing. Me too. Keeping up that bod, Dave. And now that I know he was like mid-30s on that show, I very much appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Con- congratulations that must be a lot of hard work <laughs> um as someone who is also in their 30s wait until he takes that tough. shirt off girl oh my, <laughs> god. oh my god um so once they start investigating and whatnot um bones is just she's inappropriate all over the place oh yeah she's a nightmare yeah did we ever say what their actual like so quote bones is her name is temperance brennan which is just the worst thing i've ever heard in my life not uh, the brennan part it's obviously mouthful. it's a lot and when her but dad, also what the fuck kind of name is Celie Celie Booth? Booth? i don't know and freaking angela montenegro which we find out later she made up her own name oh we do yes okay well at It'll least come there's around. sort of an explanation for yes. that um so uh let's see so temperance brennan uh Celie Booth calls her Bones because obviously she works with Bones. Uh, Booth, He's clever. Uh, that man. Oh, he should have been a stand-up. Um, <laughs> he is an FBI agent, supposedly a very good one. He is an ex-sniper because, of course. Ex-Army um, Ranger yes, sniper. Yes. Okay, He's like the real deal. Oh, did I mention that she's an orphan? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you, did you know that she's an orphan, though? When she was 15, both her parents disappeared. She never knew what happened to them. And it's like been haunting her ever like, since i know that but did you know that she was an orphan <laughs> wait did you know that she has emotional issues and like intimacy problems what do you she's think that orphan? is oh, oh i think it's because her parents disappeared when she was 15 <laughs> years old <laughs> fucking insane so that's their deal why they're teaming up to solve cases i do not know the various there are yeah, various it's not people explained in the lab. how they first got together because no. this pilot starts with them already having already previously worked together correct and then many seasons in they flash back to their first time meeting each other really yes oh i can't wait and for it's that like five or six seasons in oh christ yeah like how they like their uh the first case they worked together or whatever i can't remember right now so that you have that to look forward to i can't wait yeah it's so long like it takes so long to get there and it's clearly just like the writers scrambling being like oh shit we didn't think about this, now we gotta do this <laughs> it's very clear <laughs> um, oh my god so she start. they start investigating and she is just wildly inappropriate all over the place yes just like stealing gum hitting people she's very violent oh yeah I don't know if I'm jumping too far ahead no, here, but fine. she shoots a man. And yep. the whole time I'm just like, is she allowed to do that? Nope. Can you just shoot people? The way she, when she, that case would be thrown out of court because she illegally entered this man's home. Yes. And also like. And then shot him. The only reason that it's somehow explained away in the show that it's okay that that happened is because she didn't kill him. A, mm-hmm. he survived. Mm-hmm. And B, the boss is something like, oh, well, it's her first time. You can't expect everything to be perfect or something for like a on-the-job shooting or something i guess i guess i was like um no but like the i think man you can bring charges for that especially because he was unarmed like oh, there God. was i don't at least i think there was no gun in no his hand he didn't have so no. like, she technically went to a man's house and attacked him well, on his own on. property he was threatening to burn the place down he was 
pouring gas in everyone. He had a lighter oh. in his hand. He's like, you okay. can't stop me. I'm going to burn the evidence. Well, then I get it. <laughs> also, P.S. I was very confused by that because he was standing in the middle of the area. He had just drenched with gasoline I mean, and like holding the lighter in his hand about to drop it. And I was like, you will die. You'll all die. You'll both die. Sorry, there's a dog here. <laughs> Emmy. Emmy also thought that it was a huge plot hole. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to burn the house down. Um, yeah, explain yeah, that. I don't. Was he committing suicide? I guess. I don't think he was meant to. I don't to. think he, th- much like the writers, I don't think he thought it through. I mean, judging by how bummed he was about getting shot, I don't think he wanted to die in that moment. I agree. And random Maybe. stalker character was there. Yeah. Oliver or whatever. What is Yeah, name? Oliver. I don't know. <sighs> There's so many weird things. Well, because they always have the characters. It's a very... Um, they have a formula and they always introduce characters who Could are red herrings. Yeah. Yep. Um, you think Oliver's gonna do it, but it ends up being the uh like the attorney, right, for the congressman? It was like his or somebody his on his staff, his aide, like his aide yeah. or something. something. Yeah. Like who was her boyfriend. The victim's boyfriend, who she was cheating on essentially with the senator. Oh, that was her boyfriend? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that was when I started playing um games on my phone yeah so and then that's why like later when they're talking about motive because apparently bones as an adult woman can't infer motive yeah no and bone and booth has to like basically explain to her she's just like but why would he kill her and he was like well because he's trying to save his job think (laughs) about it i was just like what (laughs) i mean yeah that's probably a reason all right that's fine whatever man whatever all the things on the show (laughs) yeah exactly like is that the thing i'm gonna be a problem oh the one other line too that Mm. also made me furious Mm. well not furious more just tired i think at this point (laughs) okay you know the whole episode like she's being crazy because Mm -hmm. she's like going for the first time into the field with booth Mm -hmm. and he's like an experienced fbi agent so when Mm -hmm. he's talking to people who for example have just lost their daughter or he's trying to like interview suspects or whatever he has a certain level of finesse in terms of like how to question them and how to respond to their questions bedside manner yes yeah exactly she has zero of that so for example when the victim's parents are like did she suffer she starts getting super clinical like well based on the state of her skull and then booth cuts her off she's like she didn't even say coming don't worry to like just kind of give him that piece so the whole episode, he's making snide comments at her, like, you don't know how to work with people, mm-hmm. you don't know how to make connections, mm-hmm. you need to give something of yourself, is what keeps being said. Which is bullshit. If you want people to give you something. Mm-hmm. Angela even says at some point, have you ever considered just telling someone... Yeah. yeah, she says the same line verbatim, which yeah. is like, is this supposed to be ironic? I don't know. Um, but she's like, basically like, have you ever considered telling someone that you something that you actually are not really sure you want them to know. Might I remind you, you're an orphan. Right. (laughs) Yes. And then Angela whips out this excellent line that I wrote down. Do you ever think you come off as distant because you connect too much? I heard that line and I laughed because no, (laughs) no, she doesn't. It's because she's a distant and cold idiot who doesn't know how to read a room. It's extremely socially awkward. Don't you know that she's an orphan? Oh, (laughs) that explains it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, So right before she has an epiphany when they're all sitting around drinking. Yes. And let me just ask you something because you are a PhD. You're my personal squint, if you will. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I love it so much. Did you? Does that mean you're my booth? (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, that's me. I'm real tough. I am wearing a muscle shirt right now. Are you trying to get me to think more with my heart and less with my head? Um, uh, maybe you need to connect with me more. Okay, I'll try. Um, are you an orphan by any chance? <laughs> Unfortunately, no. So there's oh, no explanation God, for it. any of this. <laughs> I'm just the worst. <laughs> um... So, did you ever sit around with your colleagues at any point and drink out of beakers in various... Holy shit, I did not notice that. Oh, well, what do you call the... Oh, God, I don't even know the name for them. Were they beakers? Am I booth? Um, (laughs) (laughs) Like measuring glass Yeah, those are beakers. Okay. Yeah, they were drinking out of beakers, and they used stirs to make their mixed drinks as, like, the actual glass things that you would use. I will say one thing. Oh, no, is this a true thing? Uh Uh-oh. I think for most people, no. Mm -hmm. Let me say that during my PhD, I was in a lab full of hardcore nerds. Mm -hmm. I was in the engineering school. Mm -hmm. Am I playing into the stereotypes I've been claiming this whole podcast that I hate? I don't know. We'll see. Am I gonna have to become a sniper? (laughs) What's happening right now? Am I gonna are you alone for the rest of my life because I'm emotionally distant? Sharing something with me right now or sharing a part of you? Am I going to share something? Trying to share something with you that I'm not sure I want you to know. Oh boy. To go out on a limb. It's because you connect too hard. (laughs) It really is, and that's probably why I'm going off so emotionally distant right now. (laughs) But there was one time because we would often work late and Mm -hmm. like people are so often there on the weekend. Right. So it's like very frustrating sometimes. And so sometimes you're just like hanging around, waiting around for an experiment or something to be done. I wouldn't know because I was hanging out with my army ranger friend. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. After he just sniped ten people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. No problem. I, I'm going to try to solve a lot of crimes. I totally get that too. Yeah, I know to exactly what that feels like. Snipes. Same, 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 same. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. The cosmic ledger. Yeah, oh, great. Yeah, yeah. Thank God that came up. That's that. not a old and tired thing at all. But oh, anyway, so ledger. sometimes, yeah, you're in the lab and you're drinking. And mm-hmm. then, you know, one time, again, I think purely due to this person who is a huge nerd. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that this would be normal. He like got funny and can I say this? He so there's alcohol in the lab. There's mm-hmm. ethanol that you use to sterilize stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like a hundred proof mm-hmm. or two hundred proof technically. Um, and so hundred percent. And right. so he took it. Yeah, and I get it. Just because I'm out squint sorry, doesn't mean I don't, I don't understand <laughs> bones. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my god, I'm the very thing that I hate. Oh Jesus! <laughs> I'm so filled with self-loathing. <laughs> but he like. We took some from the lab and he started making drinks. He initiated this. It was only him. I don't think if he wasn't there, we, anybody would have done it. But, you know, Wait, it so is he, a thing that happened. He used the ethanol to start making like mixed yeah, drinks? like the lab grade ethanol to start making drinks. Wow. Did anyone open their shirt like Angela Montenegro at the no. airport? Unfortunately, no. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Did you drink it out of beakers? So, oh I don't think that I did, but I think there might have been a straight beaker here and there. So it's not like everyone was using them as drinking glasses, but they were around. Well, yeah, I expected them to be around, but was liquid for drinking ever poured into them and then drunk from them? Probably maybe that one dude, maybe. Very possibly. This is the only reason why when you brought it up and asked, I was like, I think maybe. It's not It's not a uh, definite no is what I'm trying to Did say. Did I tell you, tell you that this is actually uh, a cover for my gotcha journalism? <laughs> <laughs> I gotcha. You know, of all the things Caught that I've complained viciously about for this episode, that one scene, I wasn't like, that's crazy. I was like, yeah, that could happen. Unbelievable. But again. Don't backtrack for now. For a bunch of probably super hardcore nerds. Well, I mean. 
It sounds like uh, it's not too far-fetched. Interesting. I don't okay. know. Maybe we'll get in a lot of letters later that they're like... I hope so. <laughs> I don't I hope know if you give an address full to people. Of pictures of people drinking for, from for beakers. fan mail or <laughs> tweets or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. People will be like, no. Oh, my God. Amazing. That fills me with such joy. You have no idea. Maybe I'm just misrepresenting all of science right now. I don't think so. I feel like this is... I don't want to speak for science. I just want to make that really clear. <laughs> my experience is not everyone's experience. Oh, no, oh, no, no. That is exactly why you're here. You are <laughs> speaking for science. I don't know how this happened. Get out of here, Bill Nye. <laughs> Zen's here. Neil deGrasse Tyson, move over. Yeah, nuh-uh. I have shitty stories to tell. I'm speaking for the FBI, so. Um, oh, God. So, do you have any other thoughts on this episode? Um, I will say there was one thing I have, I guess, one thing that mm-hmm. confused me. Mm-hmm. Well, two things. At, in that intense confrontational scene between Booth and Bones mm-hmm. when they're at the shooting range and she's oh blowing God, off yes. steam. And so, like, she's got really good aim and he makes a comment about that when he, like, comes up behind her. Like, I thought I'd find you here. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at you. You're such a good shot. And then he takes the gun and, like, totally, like, he hits the target, but it's, like, way off to the side, yeah. not, like, center mass. Right. And she's just kind of like smirking like, hey, hey I mm-hmm. thought you were a sniper. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he's like, whatever. And then they have some weird confrontation where their faces are super close to where each they other. basically face fuck each other. Right. But they apparently still hate each other. I don't know. Whatever. Don't know. And then she storms off. And then as she leaves, he whirls around. He whips and around in a very unsafe twice. manner. Yes. Without looking, no ear protection. He mm-hmm. just bam, bam, twice in the head. Mm-hmm dead center of the mm-hmm. target are we to believe that this was some weird ploy where he's pretending he like he can't it? shoot yeah. the target to yeah. make her feel something i don't know what the purpose of that was okay. seemingly yes but it really doesn't serve any type of purpose i was confused okay yeah. and then the other thing that i noticed too was at the end at the funeral of the victim mm-hmm. um they're walking out and then booth is trying to like make nice with her and be like hey look at this we did this together we're a great team mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, and your book, because she's a prolific author. Oh, your book is like number three on the New York Times bestsellers list. Mm-hmm. And then she says, quote, oh, that's good, right? Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. And I was like, hold on a second. Bitch, this genius, you great read. scientist woman who's written multiple books by this time in her career doesn't know what the New York Times bestseller list is and also doesn't know that if you're high on it, that's a good thing. They make her, instead of just making her, it's one thing if you don't, aren't familiar with pop culture references. Sure, that's fair. I get it. Some people don't even own a television. They're idiots. Right. But, you know, fine. But to make her just a fucking moron. Yeah. (laughs) Is insane. About things that she's supposed to be very good at in the show. And interested in reading. She reads a lot. She writes books. There's no reason for her not to know that. Yes. That blew my mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that is all I'll say. To be honest, I missed that part because I was so not interested in any type of romantic dialogue <laughs> that I assumed it was. I don't know why because it was a funeral that I just fast forwarded through a significant portion of that. I understand. Like when she's impulse. like, they're all lined up. They're not saying anything. And then I was like, nothing's going to happen. So I just yeah. fast forward as she like puts a flower on the casket right. or some shit. Because it's all just like wrap up, wrap up, wrap up. And then I just went back to when they were like walking on a road. And I didn't, so I didn't hear any dialogue. I just see her, like, I finally hit play. 
they're walking she's like giggling and like kind of pushes him in a very incredibly what? flirtatious manner i think i missed that yeah i'm just like like oh you silly or whatever and she just kind of flirt very flirtatiously pushes him she's just like you guys do not hate each other there's no like that's what no you guys get along incredibly well what is this the whole premise of this relationship is completely undermined Next, I will. Yes, I will watch <laughs> episode two. Thank you, Amazon Prime. <laughs> yes, I am still here. Yes, I will continue watching. You know this. what the crazy thing about it though is? Mm-hmm. It's like so. I had watched the two episodes, and then like the thing is, like, obviously, Amazon like Netflix will just auto queue up the yes. third one. I had to actively stop myself from watching a third one because, as much as it made me angry, <laughs> and as much as I hate it, I was like so in again. Like it sucked me right in again what's wrong with me well same and the thing is i'm more interested in the murder parts than i am in we're very opposite in that oh yeah i am i fast forward the murder you fast forward the murder (laughs) i fast forward the relationships i could not care less about love between the two of us we've seen one full episode (laughs) (laughs) basically um my favorite james bond movie of the recent dennis craig no yeah Daniel, Daniel Craig. Craig. Dennis, Dennis, <laughs> Dennis Craig. Dennis Craig sounds way less cool. He does not sound hot. He also works in lab. He's a squid. Dennis Craig is a squid. <laughs> Dennis Craig is Daniel Craig's nerdy little brother. Yeah. He gets beat up a lot. It's fine. Um, of the Daniel Craig movies, I like Skyfall the most because... There is no love story. It's the love between like him and Judy Dench. But that's excuse me, so Dame sweet. Judy Dench. It is, and I like it so much oh. more than romantic love. You're right. It's I like genuine. No, yes. Like friendship love. Yes. I see that mother son bond type yeah. of bullshit. <laughs> bond. Anyways, <laughs> um, you know what I mean. Um, and so I don't care about their love in Bones. I just want to I see them. Don't care about their love. <laughs> I just want to solve a Jesus t- Christ. Is that, oh no, is that sound really bad? No, it's hilarious because the will they won't they aspect is like its own character on this show. That's like you don't like main, 30% of this It's a main series. plot point. Yes. I fully realize that. I just like solving icky murders. You're as there if, for the slime. I say sludge. that as if I'm contributing to this somehow. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I don't. Wow. I have no interest in their I shouldn't say no, because I like them both, but their relationship is just not important for me at all. And I will. Do you think that if they had done a better job with it, that you would. Okay. (laughs) I just don't care about romance and love. Oh, God. I'm dead inside. (laughs) Kind of like Temperance Brennan, weirdly enough. Maybe I'm Sealy Boo. (laughs) Holy shit. In the love department, you are. Army Ranger Sniper? Am I trying to clear my moral ledger? Am I an orphan? By do doing I, good deeds? Do I need to tell you something right now? <laughs> Did your parents disappear when you were 15 years old? Oh, my God. Oh, Zen. Oh, no. Are we about to make out right now? Are we in a shooting range and our faces are very close together? And I'm leaning in like really oh my far God. into your face. They were so close together. I just kept being like, I can see her makeup. I can see her makeup. <laughs> like right around that time i don't know if they were like fully hd everywhere yet oh no but like you can really see it in that shot because it's so close to her face 
Oh, I don't. I I never notice makeup. Yeah, I don't know what's wrong with me. Apparently, that's no, the that's only fine. thing I notice. I apparently will just not watch seventy five percent of most of the major events going on, but I will notice someone's bad eyeshadow. <laughs> that's fine because again, between the two of us, I got the hair. We're good. <laughs> I did notice um, as they in the last shot of the episode as they're walking away together she's wearing very like sassy heels that i feel like are not necessarily oh, appropriate for a funeral i those either yeah i just felt like you're like wears... knee high like leather boots with like, oh. a, with like a stiletto-y heel that doesn't seem like her vibe no they also a weird thing to, to whip still... out for a funeral right they were clearly still trying to figure out what her character's wardrobe would be well they should keep looking yeah, because she also was, as you mentioned earlier, wearing a real chunky belt. I mean. As she was bent over, staring at, trying to <laughs> put together a skull. And in the oh. montage of her reconstructing the skull, oh, she's moving around God. approximately 200, I'd say. Yes. Tiny frag- bone fragments. Just like. But moving them around like a jigsaw puzzle. Yes. And then all of a sudden, she has half a skull reconstructed. I also did a double of, take. Like, centimeter sized <laughs> bone fragments. For a second, I thought they replayed the same clip. Like, because they show her <laughs> moving the piece and then they like pan back. So uh-huh. you see her full, uh-huh. like over the uh, table. And then they pan back again, close up to her. Um, or they jump back to close up of her finger, moving that same fragment around. And I was like, did they just try to trick me it looks like and play did. the exact same thing? Yeah. Oh, and P.S. Also, I had to look this up. The ridiculous sappy song that was playing while we were watching her try to piece 6,000 pieces of bone together, (laughs) was Howie Day Collide. (laughs) Howie Day. I I was like, why? Are we meant to feel very sad and emotional right now? It was out of nowhere. So as you said earlier, the music choices in this show. Oh, yeah. They leave something to be desired. It's truly, as someone who I have no passion for music, I listen to it all the time, but I don't have any passion for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I also watch almost all television, unless it's something I've seen before. And even though I've seen this once before, I still watched it with uh, captions on. Mm-hmm. And so when you see those song lyrics come on, oh, it's yeah. one thing to hear a terrible song, but when you also can see the ridiculous shit lyrics come across your mm-hmm. screen, you leave, mm-hmm. lose even more respect for it. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. boy. And there is no music I hate more on the planet than what appears on this show. I usually have very little opinion. <laughs> it is fucking awful, and it makes me angry. Um, all warranted. Thank you. It doesn't match up with what's no. happening. Or It's all the same type of music. It's either... Electronicies, technical, yeah. technical, nope, uh, <laughs> whatever you fucking call it. I don't know anything about music. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. Or it's very sappy, yes. like acoustic-y songs that shitheads will play on the quad in college with their acoustic guitar. It's just so, I think I would have been less upset about it if it had made more sense. I don't like when movies <laughs> That's a very or fair statement. I don't like when movies or TV shows are trying to be like, this is how you should feel right now. They force giving the music. They're trying to force feelings because right. they couldn't elicit it from their exactly. writing. Like or, yeah. sometimes it's okay if they've done a good job right. leading you to that point. But when it's completely out of nowhere, the last thing we saw was 
I can't even remember at this point some heated argument between her and Booth maybe I yeah, have no I idea so. and then suddenly it flips to her being super sad piecing a skeleton together with this weird emotional music and like she's in the dark except for like one light oh yeah also what the fuck is with this storage room where like all the drawers are backlit super bright it's absurd and they show it even more in later seasons yeah. and it especially is absurd because what a that waste would, of electricity it's a waste of electricity i would think that it would have a harmful effect on the bones themselves yeah. you're bleaching them what with this light and truly it's not help i wouldn't say breaking them down but it's certainly not helping them but it's, there's no in use any way for it. like why do you and that's what you're there? using and they're like official bones of like cases that are still open that right. they're trying to solve yeah. or like historic remnants maybe from something because it's well, the jeffersonian it's no it's open cases because oh, they later have interns pull them from the shelves i'm sorry that whole room them. is open cases yes but they also use it as like walls so actually the jeffersonian sucks at solving murders apparently why do they have all these unsolved cases remains or and is evidence? it some sort of bias because they only get the hardest cases because they only get the cases where the only thing well left some is of bones? them are historical okay because one of the some of the cases they solve are like this guy was a sea captain in 1778 Jesus. and then something comes up that is a, a newer murder i also said fresher a newer, <laughs> a newer murder that they then solve oh, wait, this is so at random who decides what cases they get versus not why are they there and the, then why do they have this weird-ass repository of cold cases? I don't know. Nothing is explained. That's used simultaneously for decor and lighting yep. as storage. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. Also, it's probably not temperature-controlled. None of the Look, conditions. And they're seemingly available to anyone to walk in there and grab things. We're asking way too many questions. I'm sorry. That this TV I'm show can't answer. I'm obsessed with logistics. No, you're so, so right all valid but i'm just saying that like we're so deep into this right now <laughs> That's it's obvious that what none of this thought about is any of this for. well because also so the, in the episode again it's like season seven or eight or something that she has finally has all the interns together and then they are trying she's working on oh, like I kind of vaguely remember that making them a team yeah because yeah, yeah. they're all very competitive oh, with God, each other that blonde guy right yes that blonde guy's cute he's my fave Ooh, he's cute yes we'll get to that don't you worry <laughs> oh we'll talk about it <laughs> um and yeah get rid so, of zach guy oh i think zach is cute he just has a bad haircut yeah he's he looks like that kid who's like 16 he's like i'm gonna grow my hair out yeah and it's i terrible skateboard or something i don't know exactly that was a weird combo to say but he, it no it's very true <laughs> he looks like he probably doesn't shower in the morning and you're just like come on yeah man. his hair looks greasy and he's on a fucking television show it pisses me off it's and they at what one point they try to clean him up and he still doesn't look good <laughs> oh my god which is unfair because he is has like a cute little face i'm sure you were like if i saw like a headshot of his i'd be like oh he's cute but something about the way that he's presented this show i think because they also make all his clothing super baggy mm-hmm. and like his lab coat's like enormous seeming it just he looks like a baby a dirty yeah. baby an unshowered, gross baby. So he, the actual actor, ended up like not doing great in life. Oh, I feel like I and take I it all back. Seeing an unfortunate photo of him, oh. like after Bones, things didn't go well. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have brought that up. I can cut that out. <laughs> no, I stand by what I said, but I must say now that I regret the severity of my words. <laughs> And I wish I had been kinder. He didn't make those choices. Eric Milligan, it's fine. 
you're adorable. The director slash makeup person slash whoever. A hair, they hair, did that to him. Yeah. yeah. I think because he was supposed to be. Um, oh, the, was he supposed to be like a squint? I think it's just he's so he's focused on his work. He doesn't care about how he looks. He's not vain in any way. Though Bones is very made up, but that's fine. Um, yeah. But yeah, he just doesn't. But not care. as made up as she's gonna get, right? Oh, yeah, no. She gets, her eye makeup amps up too. I remember that. I did notice her eye makeup on oh, this yeah. and how she does have. Um, this is not in any way a criticism, but she has like some darkness under her eyes. Mm that you never see again because they like slap that makeup on and she looks bright as a little bumblebee. Yes. This episode had real women. Yep. And then they're never seen again. Nope. They (laughs) disappear into Hollywood makeup and they're glowing. Wow. I'm I can't remember. Do they look better? Not better. Do they look more made up in the second episode Um, or is it still, they're still working toward it. I think they're still, if I remember correctly, I kind of actually even remember during my first viewing of the series, Mm. literally between like season three and season four being like, Whoa, they hired a new makeup staff or something. Cause like, I think it really, it was just someone's cousin doing them. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Maybe once they were like, we've got a hit on our hands. Like they were like, let's really go for it. And so I just remember noticing a distinct change Mm. and how glamorous they all looked, but I was all for it. Cause I love that sort of shit. Interesting. Um, so can we get to the other part of bones in terms of, Oh, who you would want to bone? I meant just in celebrities in general, but then I was as I was watching, I was like, are, are any of these men Zen's type? Because really, uh, David Boreanaz is not your typical type. No, he's not. You typically go for more of a squint. I was myself shocked. Mm. Well, I've always thought the guy who plays Hodgins is cute. His of personality in these episodes is irritating as fuck. Mm-hmm. I hate conspiracy theorist characters, mm-hmm. but... I think he is cute. And I clearly didn't notice the part you're talking about in his head, in oh, his hair. I will find it. I clearly was just like, I'm still into it. Can't wait for him to, I don't know. Well, he, they later have him when he gets together with Angela, take his shirt off. He is fucking ripped. He has I, a I very nice he body skinny. underneath that. He looks that. super skinny. He looks skinny in his clothes, but when you get him out of those clothes, it's a solid, like... But is it actually ripped or just, I'm so skinny, you can see all my no, muscles? No, actually ripped. Oh. And, like, like he and David, even though he's a tiny man... Right. Like, they, I feel like they are almost equivalent in terms of, like, their musculature. Really? Yes. I hope I'm not overselling this, but I, I was, like... so pumped to get to that I, episode. I, I will not show you. I will wait. I'm just very excited. It'll just be like the mounting anticipation. Yes. Okay. Um, You did not find the Oliver guy attractive, did you? I was like, that might be. First of all, how dare you? (laughs) The way that you asked that was almost like you were afraid that I did and that you knew that that was going to be so disgusting to most people. No, I don't think he was bad looking. But his character was icky. He was not unattractive. Yes. He had a normal, nice looking a face. It was a pleasant <laughs> face. I wasn't into him, probably because his character was so fucking weird. Yeah. But his face is fine. Oh, yeah. I think he's cute. It's just his character is yeah. creepy. His character is a creepy person. And, and then also the way they dressed actor. him, I think, was like yeah. super like dorky, which clearly yeah. not normally a problem for me. But like for some reason with him <laughs> in combination with the creepiness and how he just kept showing up places being like weird. Um, yeah. The personality okay. put me off. Um, I can't remember because your type is usually like taller, skinnyish, white, nerdy guys. 
Yeah. So I wasn't sure if the guy who was actually the murderer was your type. So funny thing. <laughs> I saw this guy and I was like, oh, he looks so familiar mm-hmm. and he's so handsome. Mm-hmm. And I re- looked him up because I knew I'd seen him before. And he was in True Blood. He's one of the main characters of True Blood. And oh, I watched shit. that show like pretty much all the way through as well. Do you know what was the character's name or the actor's name? The remember? actor's name is Sam Trammell. 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 Okay. Um, his ma- his character in True Blood, I think, was also named Sam. He was like a bartender and he was like yeah. a nice guy in the show. Ken, Th- Ken Thompson, I guess. Is the character's name? Oh, in the show, yes. Ken, sorry, I, in in True Blood, his name was Sam as well. Gotcha. Sorry, I messed that up. Um, yeah, I was already like all in True Blood in my brain. Um, no, but in that show, he's like the nice guy next door, mm-hmm. and he's like a gentleman. Mm-hmm. And then I think he's a gentleman. <laughs> he he's like so nice and earnest. And then I think towards the end. You know, True Blood's one of those supernatural shows, right? So it's yeah, like, I think it's he vampires. might become like a werewolf or something. I can't remember. Something. Oh, okay. Something, I think. Less so, of a gentleman. True Blood was all about like everyone just taking their fucking clothes off all the time. And okay. there's like a lot of graphic sex scenes. Okay. So I think towards the end of that show, when he ends up being turned into one of these types of things, mm. I think he's like really naked a bunch. Oh, shit. And he looks good. So in this episode Mm -hmm. that isn't there Mm -hmm. you don't see any of that but because i immediately then remembered yeah the true blood stuff i was like oh he's cute interesting yeah i would describe him as the most bland white man on the planet (laughs) yes he's no sealy booth he's no sealy booth um plus in this episode he's all about fish tanks yeah or something yeah can I just say who I found attractive? Yes. Oh, my God. Please. Bones' ex-boyfriend, who I've seen in a million things. Don't oh, my God. Wait. That would normally be the guy that I would like. What? Isn't that more my type? The nerdy-looking, tall, dark-haired person? What was... Do you remember what his name was? Peter? In the show, I think it was yeah. Peter. Um, Something with a P. Oh. Peter St. James? Oh my yeah. God, Peter St. James. What the fuck is with this show and the I names? Um, what's this actor's name? Dominic? Dominic Famusa? Yes. I'm sorry, I should have done this before. Yeah, I've seen him in a million things. He's very handsome. Oh, wait, you're right. What else has he been in? And he is very handsome. Thank you. He looks they, better there. They try to like nerd him up yeah. by putting him in glasses. glasses. <laughs> I totally took, I bought it. Um, it was just so irritating everything oh, he was saying, so I didn't pay attention. Yeah, he was a very annoying character, even though he was very uh, short run. Uh, he was on Nurse Jackie. I never saw that show. It's pretty good. Um, Goliath. Apparently he was in Taken. <laughs> oh, that's a TV series? What? Homeland. Oh, it is. Uh, I don't know. Homeland. I've not watched any of these. I've watched like a couple episodes of Taken. He's on. He's Spoiler just alert, it's not very good. Small roles in like a million things. Okay. Um, still working though. Still working. Good on him. Yeah. He's currently on uh, that show Godfather of Harlem that I have not seen yet. I haven't seen it, but I just but saw ads everywhere around Harlem. Yeah. I've... Um, Force Whitaker's in that, them. right? Yeah, they were filming, like, literally right <gasps> up the street. Woo! <gasps> I didn't see Force Whitaker, so I was disappointed. For- they were just setting up. 
Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Um, so he was he was my fave, aside from Celie Ops. I think I was just so, I mean, for me, all my eyes were on Celie this episode. Okay. I just didn't expect it. I was just so surprised. I can't wait till he takes his shirt off. Him and Hodgins. I can't, I'm so excited for your future. You look Is confused. Is he a meathead? Who? Seely Booth. Like, when he takes his shirt off, are you like, his neck and his face are the same width? Oh, no, I don't think so. Oh, okay. Because that's unattractive. I mean, me. like, if he worked out a little bit more, it could get into that yeah. territory and be rough. But I expected to be like, ew. And I was just like, oh. Okay. All right. Okay, I will okay, say, okay. I don't know if they make him like wax his chest, oh. but he is a hairless little naked mole rat. I will say, sneak peek into episode two, mm. he answers the door with his shirt open. Mm. You get a sneak peek of the chest. Mm-hmm. It is freakishly smooth. It is so smooth that it's a little, that's the only off-putting part it's about like it. It's Ken doll smooth. Yes. The musculature, beautiful. Mm-hmm, 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 he's got like, I think he's got like the V going on there love it <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I saw that I didn't catch a glimpse of that in, oh shit in future episodes I think just, yeah like, no in this you episode just, I like, see, see it, the hips but yeah yeah can't wait it's we great. gotta get we gotta speed through these episodes is that man. maybe my imagination and does isn't there you I don't in know your mind drew it in I Captain America you added the V <laughs> <laughs> It's beautiful. <laughs> if it's not there, it's in my mind. I'll try to draw it for you. Um, but yeah, I think they must like make him wax his chest or something in it, which is so weird. Maybe they weird. don't make him. Maybe he chooses. Oh, you know what? Maybe that's what he's into. I don't in know. Which case, weird. Let's be thinking. When he was on like Buffy and Angel, I don't think he had a hairy chest then either. Oh, maybe he's just a naturally hairless fella. I doubt that. I bet you he waxes it off or maybe. shaves it off. Maybe. But they also did that for Chris Evans for... um. Captain America. That he is not naturally Wait, is he hairless. A hairy guy? No, but they like he is like a Ken doll in those movies, so and that's right. not yeah. what he is naturally. Well, no one is. Even if you're not a quote unquote hairy guy, right? You'd always still have something like somewhere, right? Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Did this turn into a biology podcast? <laughs> <laughs> a puberty podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird. I don't know. Okay, but listen, I'm still. Great it's not natural it. either not way natural. and we don't know who made them do it nope was it their own choice i hope it was, was his it own studio choice. slash director whatever yes. yes but it's a solid stitch you know what though in the 2000s when people were shirt off mm. did anyone ever have hair that's true i don't know if anyone ever did yeah actually does do people even have hair now i feel like it's a little bit better now but it's i can't even remember the last time i saw a shirt off in a movie or something you're watching the wrong movie <laughs> i my mind immediately was like what's the last thing i've seen with a bunch of shirts off magic mike everyone was definitely shaved there i didn't see it <laughs> oh Jax. no Jax. i do not find Ch- channing wait channing tatum but there's so I many always other men in those want to call him like tanning chatham or something like his name to me makes you no might as sense. well it makes about as much sense I, he seems like a lovely fellow sure i do not find him attractive but at what all. about all the other dudes in there knowing matt bomer's in it right yes knowing that he's gay i'm just like well you're not so you're painful. not mine so there it's goes so that beautiful. as if he would be if he was straight but you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> matthew mcconaughey like yes we've all seen it it's yeah. like done done and done all you 90 percent of your so life is without your shirt the other on. blonde the blonde kid from the first one alex pettifer whatever the guy's name oh, is oh yeah the he's, one who was like in he's in something teen white right 
was he in i don't know what he came to comment oh for. oh 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 was he in the show or movie beastly yes yes he was which i did not see but i remember he seeing uh commercials for it dated emma roberts Oh, for a long time interesting or maybe like a year or some long enough <laughs> that i think maybe they might have been engaged what? and then they broke up and Uh-oh. then it was all over the news allegations of abuse of him and then wait it came out whoa, that he abused her yes sorry okay. that was not clear and then i think there was a lot of gossip that he's just a general asshole like on set and he's awful to work that. with interesting. and then if you see if you think about it like what has he been in like he's his career doesn't exist. What's the bet that Julia movie, Roberts put the kibosh on that? Maybe, yeah. And also, um, what was that? He was in that movie like I am four, I am number four, or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that was it's like those three things: Beastly, I am number four, and like one other thing, maybe some dumb shows from CW. He was on, I have no idea. Like he's been in nothing, but he's in Magic Mike. And even though he seems to be an interminable jackass, <laughs> he is very pretty. He is. Um, what is he in? Also, what's his face? Guy from True Blood, who plays the werewolf, who is now married to Colombian beauty lady I, from Modern Family. Are they still married? Jason, uh, Jason, Jason? Uh, no. Uh, um, uh, complicated well, last name, right? Oh, man. Oh, boy. Hold on. I can't even remember. Sofia Vergara yes. is her name. So, Sofia Vergara's husband because uh, someone told me that they had broken up oh maybe they have look but I think i'm very not good now. keeping up with joe manganello joe there we go there we go him he's beautiful and he's in it yeah oh I my god know. jesus i didn't think i'd have to convince you so hard it doesn't it doesn't interest me i'm at shocked all. despite I'm shocked. my love of beautiful men yeah I don't. I it's mean, you're just, talking about Seely Booth and fucking Hodgins over here, and you're like poo pooing Magic Mike. I'm blown away. I don't. Uh, the story doesn't interest me. <laughs> <laughs> That's just, the main issue. It really just maybe like, you could watch True Blood. I don't know if you like supernatural stuff. Yeah, it doesn't. So many naked bodies. In I that. feel like a lot of that is. What's wrong with me? <laughs> I don't know. It just doesn't. I feel like True <laughs> Love, True Blood. It is a lot of like relationshipy things. It is, which I don't clearly. I don't care oh, right. about. You don't care about that. Magic Mike. I don't even know exactly what the story is, but seemingly there's like a doesn't someone fall? But it's not yeah, really about that. I don't care. I mean, it's mostly about the male stripping. Yeah, I don't care about Channing Tatum. I you just start a business, Jax. <laughs> I just don't care about it i don't know fair despite recognizing that so, the men in there are beautiful oh my god so your perfect movie or tv show would be a sh- movie or tv show where men don't wear shirts mm-hmm. and show off their beautiful bodies but there's no romance mm-hmm. and also there has to be a really good storyline yeah preferably solving some kind of mystery <laughs> some sort of mystery or murder <laughs> some sort of violent act yeah 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 that sounds great to me that's basically wow. Skyfall. <laughs> you got Daniel Craig being handsome, but really, uh, oh this is God. unlike me because he's skinny and tall, and I'm sure he's your type, Ben Wishaw. Oh my God, do you think he's skinny? Ben Wishaw? Oh, oh, I thought you meant Daniel Craig. Oh, no, no, no. Ben Wishaw is a little beanpole. Who's that? He plays Q. Oh, oh, I do like him. He's adorable. I think he's the sweetest. Yeah. I would marry him tomorrow. Yeah, of course. He would marry you, though. He's gay. Even if we hadn't spoke. <laughs> oh, fuck. He's gay? Well, yeah. as like with matt bomer what a bummer 
<laughs> They're unavailable Agreed. to us. God damn it. Agreed. We were otherwise in the running. Absolutely. <laughs> we would have been married tomorrow. <laughs> you would have not have spurned him because of your PhD. It would nope. have worked out great. Thank God. Um, yeah, I uh, don't have interest in those. I'm very sorry to say. I mean, you don't need to apologize. It's just confusing. It, fair. That's I don't fair. know how to find something that fits your love of beautiful male bodies, uh, but also well, great some- writing. <laughs> great storytelling and writing. They usually don't go together, to be fair. <laughs> I'm, I'm very it's a rare gem that I find. Something right now. I did, the thing that I watched most recently that had beautiful men was, uh, it's on Netflix, the Red Sea Diving Resort. <gasps> I watched that. That was good. Um, Chris Evans looking real good. And the diver guy. Who plays the diver guy? Dario Naharis from Game of Thrones. That's not yes. his real name, obviously. Yes. 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 And they're wearing their little short shorts. Oh my God. He looks so good. And they good. all look so good. And he, Chris Evans is post Captain America. So he's still jacked, but like not quite so crazily. Oh my God. No, I enjoyed I that movie. That. that devastating movie for all the wrong reasons. It was just about genocide NBD, yeah. but beautiful <laughs> but male bodies. Beautiful men on a beach. And I was excited for. Um, this show is Omar no longer from about the wire. bones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's really devolved. It's well, really in the, the bones part of bones. The, yeah, yeah. Um, the guy who was Omar, Omar on yeah, the wire, yeah. and but he had. I never watched Boardwalk Empire, but apparently he was very good in that. Oh, I didn't know he was on that. Yeah, apparently I only he was like a really like big pivotal character. I think I watched like two episodes of it. Okay. And I just couldn't get into it, but maybe I'm, I'll try it again. Maybe because I haven't seen Boardwalk Empire, I always felt like maybe he was a guy that because he was, you know, when you're like such a big character on such a huge yeah. show, it's like hard to find work after that mm-hmm. kind of deal. Michael always, K. Williams. Ah, yes. I always thought he was suffering from that. And then I saw him in this and I was like, hey, look at you. And then I remembered totally. how he was on this whole other critically acclaimed show with Steve Buscemi. And I was like, oh, so I'm an idiot. I've seen him pop up here and there on all sorts of stuff. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think he does like theater stuff too, right? Doesn't he? Oh, that would I make sense. He might. I don't know. I might be making that up at this point, but I, I thought so when I was basically realizing I didn't know what I was talking about. I'd like to think that he could just live off of being Omar from The Wire because it I was so like great. I would think that show was so long ago that it's like. I know. It's crazy. Who knows what those contracts were like. Yeah. Actually, and HBO was not HBO right. as it is now. So who knows how lucrative that ended up being. <sighs> I don't think they were in a Friends or Seinfeld sitch. No, no, not at all. Fewer. Hmm. They're still making bank on Bones, though. Oh, yeah? I think they're still running episodes of it. Of course they are. Because they have so many. So I looked this up on IMDb. So it was like 2005 to 2017. Okay. So that's 12 seasons. Yes. That's a lot of episodes. That's a lot of television. That's 300 episodes. I forgot that it was on Fox. Mm-hmm. Well. <laughs> Came to a screeching halt. Emily Deschanel yep. recently popped up on Animal Kingdom. She did. And I was like, look at that. She plays as a junkie. Oh. Yeah. I don't know what she's done in between being Bones and being junkie on Animal Kingdom. Well, she probably just took some time off because that's not that long in between of a time, you know, two years-ish, about a year and a half. Great point. Mm. Thank you. You are good with time (laughs) and chronology. Time math. And she probably has that sweet, sweet bones money. Yeah. So she's probably doing whatever the fuck. And presumably she has kids because when she was on the show and she was was pregnant, pregnant, she really was pregnant. Yes. If I remember correctly, it was like they get together off air and then the first episode of the 
that show was not ready for her to get pregnant. No. And, and they were like, oh, fuck, 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 fuck. It was literally like end of season eight, last thing where they finally profess their love to each other mm-hmm. or something. Like, I think they're in like a dark lit street mm-hmm. talking to each other. Season nine, they're living together. She's pregnant. Yes. And like, I noticed we're getting way ahead, <laughs> but like a couple episodes before she says she's pregnant, I was like, man, her tits look huge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you realize they never shoot her below the waist or something like that. Or they, below the she boobs. was wearing very blousey shirts. Yeah. And I was like, her or always carrying a giant bag. <laughs> <laughs> her boobies are enormous. And Lovely I was like, that's weird. And then she was like, I'm pregnant. I was like, oh, you fucking Wait, what fucks. season are you in right now in your personal recreational viewing of uh, Season eight. Ah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So she, the baby is there. <laughs> in her uterus it's there no <laughs> out of her uterus oh. it's in the world she has had the child wait but him. i think she's pregnant on the show at some point yeah she is no no, no. i mean like you see her in the storyline it's written in that she's pregnant yeah. oh so she was pregnant in season eight uh i think season seven or maybe part of season eight but wait who's the father what do you mean who's the father wait, but they don't get together till really later no. Do they have a baby first? Am I misremembering the... Cro- <laughs> so, <laughs> kind of, no, you're not. In my fury and rage, I it's think all mixed up in my brain Because now. the seasons are so long, it's tricky yeah. too. So, so much happens, and yet nothing happens. <laughs> 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 I think somewhere between season seven and season eight is when she is pregnant. And she's pregnant for several episodes, and then... Oh, because she isn't revealing who the father is, right? To the people on the show. Is that what it is? Um, Am I making up a show? Did I make <laughs> up a whole other show in my head? She. It's like. No, they know that it's Boo's kid. Oh, goddamn. Yeah. She tells him and then it's like. What? And then I think season eight maybe starts with them like moving. And they live together. together. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it was between season seven and eight. Like she. It's all of a sudden like. I am pregnant and season eight begins and we yes, are moving in together. That was the one that made me stop watching yeah. out of fury. Okay. Yeah. It was clearly, they I imagine Fox people must've been pissed that they had built up for so many seasons that these two were going to get together. And then they had to do it off screen because she got pregnant. Yeah. I was fucking pissed. Yeah. I stopped watching they, that really like, it is so anticlimactic that it's insane. Well, it just feels like you're fucking around with your viewers because first of all, who drags it out for that long to begin with? Yeah. That's absurd. Even the office, they get together after like what? Three seasons, Jim and yeah. Pam or something. Yeah. Come on. Seven seasons. Yeah. Well, clearly they fuck at some point in there because she's pregnant, but. Oh yes. They get but together. I don't remember you seeing them ever really kiss or like so have a sex scene. Do you? what happens again? Jumping seven seasons ahead. <laughs> it's the pilot, but also it's season seven and eight. Um, they, she is staying with Booth because someone is trying to get at either, at, someone's trying to get to her. Oh, yeah. Those were the good ones. Yeah. Those were fun. Oh, yeah. Um, and so um, she stays with Booth and she is crying into his arms in his bed and then it is insinuated that they sleep together. Why? But you, but you never really. Do you know it then? No, or do you, only you know don't. When she's you pregnant see later? her cry into his arms, and they're in his bed, and then season eight, she's pregnant, and, and then you just have to. She mentions, and she mentions 
that she got into physically into the bed with Booth. And then you're supposed to assume from that when she's telling Angela that they fucked. Oh my God, I'm so mad right now all over again. And then finally, a couple of episodes later, she actually like says, says it. it. Yeah. I just remember being so discombobulated because I was like, we never see anything. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden she's like, I'm pregnant and we're together yeah. and living together. And look at the size of my massive stomach. Yes. It's like eight years it's later. Enormous. It looks so uncomfortable. She's about to pop. God bless Emily Deschanel for walking around and doing that. You know what? I don't think at the time it ever occurred to me that that happened because she got pregnant in real life and they had to write it in. Mm -hmm. Hearing that makes me feel less angry. Especially when right before that, Angela was pregnant. Fake, like she was pregnant on the show, but not in real life. So she's been walking around for an entire season pregnant. And it's like, and then all of a sudden she has that baby and immediately Bones Bones is pregnant pregnant too. Yeah. You know what? I feel it was unfortunate timing. I I apologize <laughs> for being so critical of how the storyline was handled. It's still way too long to drag out that whole thing, but mm. that makes me feel it's like a salve. Good, good. <laughs> for me, I'm here to be a bomb to, to your anger yeah, wounds. To realize they didn't mean to do it, but no, they had to. They had to because I guess pregnant. they didn't think that they could take an eight month pregnant woman and like keep concealing it Mm-mm. and have her just like never be shot below her face yeah no. <laughs> okay the boobs gave it away entirely i i feel better okay good that's like a huge weight lifted off my shoulders oh i'm so glad <laughs> we just skipped ahead seven seasons you just know what a solid 175 okay. episodes this is just it this was like a therapy session that i really needed <laughs> to like let go of something i've been holding on to for years and years and years literally and now that it's gone, I get it now. Oh, I'm glad. Also, I think it's hilarious that uh, this is going to be a mini episode. It's an hour and a half in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'm glad we're ending on a good note. Yes. Um, so much hope and love. So much hope. So you're going to keep watching? Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. Cool, yeah. cool, cool. Episode two of Bone Zone. Can't wait. Coming up soon. Love it. I'm very excited. It's going to be the best. We only have to wait a couple years <laughs> and then we can get to them actually being pregnant. We can get to the stuff we just talked about. Yeah. The love that I don't have any seven interest years in. from now. <laughs> it's going to be great, guys. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, we'll see you later. Bye. <laughs>